Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Really, uh, I'm excited to go through it because there was some pretty amazing 80s wardrobe and hair looks in here. I just, oh yeah, there were so many French braids at one point in the in the the kindergarten classroom. Just tons. Wait, are we French recording? Braids. Are we recording? Or <laughs> yes, we haven't. We haven't stopped. I'm just. Are you okay? I'm like, are, are we start? Are stare we, at my forehead. Are we recording? Stare at my forehead. <laughs> Unless someone says action, I don't know if we're, if we're action. Recording. That's why I said three, two, one. Do you think I just count for no reason? Three, two, one, ready to have a conversation with me? <laughs> I thought you were just practicing. <laughs> oh boy, there is no practicing. I shoot the rehearsal. Ab, this is how we work. <laughs> And I'm okay, sure. What were you talking? Now I don't remember what you were talking about. Oh, know. French braids, I, 80s hair. No, I was just saying that, like all the French braids that were in this episode. But mm. really, forget all of that. This episode opens. The first thing I have written down. Oh, ooh. In this episode, is Kimmy. Kimmy's Yay! here. Kimmy Gibbler has arrived. Kimmy, oh my gosh, you and that hair. Well, okay, it looks like a wig, but sadly, it, that it's not. It's my I real hair. Was, I didn't think it was a wig. Well, I know you in person, so I didn't. Yeah, I know <laughs> I, it's not a wig. I it thought was, at first I'm like, is that a wig? No, it's not a wig. Um, but they did ask me to dye my hair, right? Reddish because kind of, right? it was too blonde. Well, it looked too similar to DJ's hair, and they didn't want people. Well, to be confused, you were like, still stuck in being. What Jennifer Crawford? Oh that, yeah, you know, yeah. They yeah. were like, no, 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 no. We need Kimmy to be <laughs> Jennifer different. Crawford. Um, yeah, so they they kept wanting me to dye my hair darker and darker and darker, so I looked different enough from DJ that I wouldn't be mistaken as a Got long it. lost Tanner sister. So Didn't, you had like reddish hair, kind of, wasn't it? Didn't they go sort of? It a- was like a reddish blonde, and so they wanted like more of a mousy brown. 
So got that's it, what they did. It. They dyed it mousy brown and put some awkward see- curls in there. It was I I the feathering was really what I noticed. <laughs> you know what I mean? That like sort of the fluffy Yeah, a lot of hairspray, a lot of back combing. Yeah, and with the with the with the bangs and, and the, barrette, the curls and the barrette. The barrette that oh. I actually wrote down the barrettes and the headband. DJ has a plastic headband on. Okay? <laughs> Can we imagine how that is digging into her skull? <laughs> like For that hours. is going to be so uncomfortable, right? And uh, and yeah, and I had two little barrettes, and you had a lovely barrette. It, we were we looked great. We looked great for we three were... guys who can't change a diaper or dress a child. Their hair skills are amazing. Yeah, well, I I I'm thinking the girls just did their own hair because, like we said in the last episode, yeah, how okay. you and DJ got ready for Jesse's band practice and had fabulous teased hair. I think you guys are just doing but your own hair. I was so excited that it the show opened on you by the way like I didn't remember Aww. that that was how we first meet Kimmy so I didn't that remember was, that either I was really really what was it like seeing yourself like have you seen this episode oh I haven't seen it in decades it was a jump scare it was I was whoa <laughs> and I was I like oh my god nervous. Wait, no I got nervous because now like I'm in it I, I'm not just like this observer that's commenting and 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 commenting with you, but I, I'm in it now. I gotta like critique now myself. We're commenting so, on you too. I know it's, I love it's it. a little nerve wracking, but um, no, it's exciting though. It's so exciting. I felt like I was in the entire episode, but I'm only in one scene. I'm only in half of one scene. Really? Yeah, it's it. I'm just in that opening scene for half the scene, and then I exit, and you don't see me again. You weren't for the rest just of the episode. like hiding outside a window or something, just peeking <laughs> your head in. <laughs> no, that's later seasons. Kimmy right. I mean, I feel like that would have been very on brand for Kimmy. Definitely. Um, She's definitely stalker but we, material. This is, we eventually also get to the Kimmy DJ origin story in this mm-hmm. episode as well. Right, right. Oh, there's a lot of a lot of background stuff that they're laying the groundwork. All I'm saying is, well, they're laying the groundwork, but they're going to move some bricks around eventually at the mm-hmm. end with, <laughs> with facts and what a, family What a members. metaphor. Wow. Right? What was that? I don't what, know. What is that? I don't know. I'm here for it, though. Oh, boy. I need to stop. I'm going to just be quiet. Well, everybody, welcome back to How Rude Tanneritos. We are here to discuss season one, episode three, titled The First Day of School. It aired on October 1st, 1987, and it goes a little something like this. Stephanie's reluctance to attend her first day of school disappears when Joey and Jesse visit her kindergarten class. It was directed by Richard Carell. Who we Mr. know Richard as Rich Carell. Carell. We're, yep. we're on a you know a rich basis now. We don't yeah, yeah, call yeah. him Richard anymore. Uh, and it was written by Jeff Franklin and Leonard Rips, who oh, is the Lenny. one that is credited with creating the Kimmy Gibbler character. So yep. I have a special fondness for Lenny Rips. I also have a special fondness for Lenny Rips. He wrote a lot Aww. of fun Stephanie uh, lines. He did. He was yeah. he's very talented. Really funny. Yeah. Um, this episode has several guest stars, including mm-hmm. moi. Andrea Barber is Kimmy Gibbler. That's true. Yeah, technically you were a guest star. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was only supposed to be like a one-time appearance, and that's it. Like, I don't think I was meant to be a, eventually a regular character for eight seasons and wow. then five more seasons on Fuller think after that. where we would be without you. Wow. It's true. Wow. I don't even want to think true. about it. Also guest starring Laura Reed as Ms. Lewis. Michelle Collins as little girl Abby, who is also known for Coronation Street. Jackie Joseph as Mrs. Peyton, who is Stephanie's kindergarten teacher. And Candace Hudson as Becky, who is another little girl in the kindergarten scene. 
So we open the episode in DJ and Stephanie's room. DJ and Kimmy are sitting on DJ's Kimmy! bed, planning the first day of school. DJ tells Kimmy that the best place to sit is in the back of the classroom so you won't get caught passing notes. Kimmy tells DJ, I love the way your mind works. Again, DJ being the kid in the back of the class and like, this is not, this is not the the veterinarian that she grows up to be is all I'm saying. Well, and, and and she's only 10 too. Like you think right? of this type of behavior as more teenager type behavior, but she, yeah. she knows all the tricks. Well, she lost her mom. She's going through yeah. some things. It's a little weird. But anyway. Okay. Well, not, not to bring it down or anything. Um, <laughs> Stephanie carries a pile of clothes from the closet <laughs> to her bed. <laughs> she dumps the clothes and claims that she has nothing to wear. She explains to DJ and Kimmy that all of the clothes she owns are preschool her, but she's starting kindergarten today. Stephanie worries that if she walks into the classroom in the wrong outfit, people will say, Stephanie Tanner, ew. <laughs> Which I love that part. Ew. Well, because it's a callback of you and DJ talking about some boy in your class and being like, you know, oh, yeah, Arthur. Ew. ew. Ar- Arthur, ew. Boys were, were gross. Boys were gross when we were Boys 10. were gross, right? Yeah. Now, I, I just, I have to back up a little bit just because I want to ask you, like, what do you... What do you remember from your first scene? I think you asked me that question. So oh, now I, I want to know, like, do you, were you nervous? Were you like, I was what, nervous. What do you remember? Because you were older than I was. So you might actually have even a, a better recollection. So I'm excited to hear it. Oh, well, I do remember being nervous, not for any of the auditioning process or anything, but like once, once I finally like walked onto the set for the very first time, that's when I'm like, oh yeah, this is, this just got real. Um, and I, don't really remember meeting any of the adults, although I'm sure they were lovely. Um, but I remember meeting you. You were adorable. And I remember being very impressed by meeting Candace because I found out that day that she was the little sister of Kirk Cameron, who was huge back in the 80s. He was on every teen beat bopper magazine, and right? I was a huge fan. So I was you know, a little bit starstruck that I was acting in a scene with his little sister. So, uh, yeah, I was excited to be there. I felt very warm and welcomed, and um, I was there with my mom. You know, I I don't remember. But you had done TV stuff before. You had done Days of Our Lives and a couple of – so this wasn't your first on-set experience. this wasn't my first rodeo. I started acting at age five, just like you did. Um, But I I was on a soap opera, Days of Our Lives, for three and a half years. Um, I did lots of guest appearances. Which is so hard, by the way. Soap operas are (gasps) – it is. Grind. It's the hardest type of acting mm-hmm. because you're doing sixty pages a day or more. Right. Like there's no time. There to was, it's focus. no half. See, it's no half of a one scene. It is no. a lot. It's a, a lot. lot. Yes. It's it's like I always call it boot camp for actors, and that's it's true. That's yeah. true. So um, I was. So very, you had. So you kind of knew what to expect. So it wasn't like you were sitting there and it was the very first time, like all of these no. lights and all of this. Be- okay. Yeah. No. That's so an that important. Probably that's a an important distinction. Yeah. This wasn't yeah. my very first time on a set. So I, if I had nerves, it was just because I'm meeting new people for the first time. And it's right, like, oh, right. What right. do they think of me? I hope I hope I do a good job. Yeah, just normal first day. First day nerves. Yes. <laughs> people. I give, I, people are terrifying. People are. Yeah. They really, really are. They are. <laughs> They are. Maybe that's just what I think now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I remember you coming on set because I was really excited, like, at more 
kids and more, you know, I was yeah, like, yeah, so little. And I, you know, it was hard because that five year age difference when you're, you know, five and 10 is gigantic. Yeah. Um, it's a big but, age gap. Yeah, I remember being very excited, like at any, any young people that came on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Hi, how are you? <laughs> be my friend. Be my friend. Right. right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we start with DJ and Kimmy and, um, we instantly see that DJ and Kimmy really kind of like to get under Steph's skin. They terrify her with the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh yes. Um, we do this rapid fire, rapid fire, as fast as humanly possible, Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of, right. Which is, you know, I, I, and then I like Steph's version, whatever her version is later. Oh Uh, yes. Where she gets it all wrong. When she screws it up, gets it all wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I, um... (laughs) Well, we're just trying to make you nervous. We're just like, oh, kindergarten's easy. You just recite and, the right. And I now have watched my kids do that to each other. Like the older one, just be like, oh, you're gonna get so bullied. Like this is gonna suck. And mm-hmm. You're just like, oh my god. <laughs> it's true. It's how they work. And it worked. Stephanie looks worried. She says, "I'm dead meat." Mm-hmm. Jesse and Joey enter the room to tell Kimmy that her mom is downstairs, and she was supposed to be home a half an hour ago, which is the first of many, many times. That Kimmy Gibbler will get kicked out of the Tanner house. But weren't your parents traveling the world and didn't really know you were there? Remember well, that that comes li- that okay. comes later. That comes and along fuller. with so we with don't know Earth disappearing and other. Okay, got it. I'll leave so it the alone. sister. I'll leave it alone. Yeah, Never like mind. do I even I'm have getting, three sisters I, at this point? I don't know. I your don't mom know. wanted you home. My basically. mom. This is the rare, the, one of the rare moments that a, a Tanner parent. I'm sorry, a Gibbler parent actually cares where Kimmy is because usually they don't they're just like yeah whatever usually yeah usually it's just the ostrich that (laughs) cares about where you are okay (laughs) Ooh, good recall um okay so Kimmy gets kicked out she leaves and that's it that that, that's it for me that was Kimmy Gibbler (laughs) in episode three and that was it that's it but I felt like I was in the whole entire episode it felt so long and I'm like no I had like five lines and that's it that was the whole shebang. Um, Stephanie asks Uncle Jesse, how do I look? As she proudly shows off that she's wearing multiple layers of random clothes. Jesse replies, you look like a bag lady. Be prepared for anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Be ready for anything. Uh, we notice that Michelle is very dirty. She's covered in who knows what sort of brown substance. Yeah, right. Could they have not? I would have preferred peas. You know what I mean? Or, or um, it looks like know, she's covered potato. In, in poop. Yeah, that's what it's not cute. I was like, what is, oh, because, you know, babies do that sometimes. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. So anyway. jo- Joey suggests, well, we got to give her a bath. And Jesse says, well, do we know how to do that? And Joey responds, it's just like giving a dog a bath with a little less tail to clean. I have no words well, for this Well, see, human joke, babies okay. don't have tails, Andrea. They <laughs> The prehensile tail is actually something that uh, doesn't exist anymore. So there's less tail to clean. We have evolved as a species. We have evolved as a species. Or you could mean it, there's less behind to clean. But I don't think that was the intention. No. No, I don't think so. Although... Well, basically, we know these men are still incompetent. Babies do have smaller behinds than large dogs. So I'll give them that too. So we know we're heading into tomfoolery here. Um, we head into the oh, bathroom. So- <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. Nothing. Tell me. Tell me right now on air. When you said... We're heading into tomfoolery. I was oh, I know what you're going to say. The briefest of moments, I was like, "Who's that?" And then I was like, "Oh my Tom, no." Yes, I, like, I know in where my your brain. Head, you said it, and it was like going. capital T O M, and then foolery was the last name. And I was like, "I don't remember you listing him as a guest star." Um, 
But uh, that's a great yeah. name for a character, Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe that'll be Kimmy's um, third brother, Tom Tom Foolery. Tom Foolery. Yeah, yeah. At some point. So Jesse walks into the bathroom with a dirty Michelle and opens the shower curtain to find Joey <laughs> dressed in a bright colored bathing suit with a life vest, swim goggles, and a swim cap. Jesse simply says, this is the most terrifying shower scene since Psycho. <laughs> exactly. It's, yes. Can you imagine if you opened the shower and a grown man was standing there looking like that? You'd be like, what is wrong with you? What are you doing? It's terrifying. And this is and another. And also, he's got a lot of stuff in that alcove. He's got a life vest and, and a swim cap and a thing. Right? That alcove is like a Harry Potter hole or something. It's just growing. It's inside. like a, a Mary Poppins bag. He just pull, yes, keeps just pulling pulls things out. out Mannequins, of there. solar systems, <laughs> olive oil and Popeye. Swim goggles. Yes. Life vests. Yeah, everything. <laughs> he's very well prepared and, for the end of the yes. world. And the swim shorts were pretty epic. Those they were, were great. They those were, were some great tip top eighties, very bright, uh, bright neon beachwear. <laughs> and you know this. I think this is another everywhere you look moment because this bathroom, like, is it carpeted? Am I am I seeing this? It was car- the eighties, baby. Do you remember seventies and eighties bathrooms had carpet? It like mint green rem- carpet. Oh yes, that was <laughs> that was on trend, my friend. That, that was. was- uh, a yeah. good thing? Wow. wow. I'm not saying it was a good thing. I'm just saying I remember because, and I remember this because my mother hates carpeting in bathrooms. And in the 80s when we like bought a, we were buying a house and I remember my mom being like, we have to rip the carpet out of the bath. And it actually is like so gross. It's Again, so gross. unsanitary. Yes. Danny Tanner, for being as clean as a freak as he was, I'm starting to question. Yeah. You know? Well. He, he, yes, the, the Tanner house is not it's as clean. Very, it's really very surface clean. Surface clean, but not, there's, the, yeah, the deep. Well, and he doesn't instigate the, these moments. Like, you notice this is always Joey and Jesse, and Danny well, walks that's in fun, later right, that's and the, discovers the unsanitary things happening. So, well, that's true. Except for the finger moment. I'm still not over that. Okay. <laughs> um, DJ and Stephanie walk into the bathroom carrying their tiny chairs, and Jody is wearing the cutest little bear slippers that are adorable. I, I look like I'm going to paint a landscape, though, in that. Like, why do I have, like, a painter's smock on over my pajamas? Or maybe that was the first thing. You know what I mean? I had, yeah. like, a weird, like. Were you still well, trying I, on clothes for for school the next day? Maybe, maybe you were just, that's what it was. Maybe that's maybe what Maybe you it, still had so many layers of clothes on. That's probably, yeah, it was layered. I thought it just looked like I was, um, yeah, I was taking my my oil pastels down to the riverside to go draw a painting or something. Get you know? your easel and your paints yeah, and yeah, go yeah. paint a landscape. No, I was just layering the clothes. Got it. That makes sense. Um, so the girls walk in. They have their chairs. They sit them down. They're ready to watch this show. But Jesse tells them to get out and not to worry because Joey will do something just as stupid tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm sure every one of our listeners can attest that we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And I carry around quite a few of them myself. I know when I bottle up my problems and emotions, it can start to have a negative effect in my day-to-day life. Therapy is my safe space where I can get things off my chest 
and figure out how to solve the things that are weighing me down. Seriously, therapy is an amazing tool to help you be the best version of yourself. And whether you're aiming to set new boundaries, something that is sometimes missing in our episodes, uh, (laughs) or learn positive coping skills, or learn to heal from trauma, therapy can help. With BetterHelp, all you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowRude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HowRude. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I need to get away and pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free and ready to relax. What do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree. Where there's not even cell cell no, phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out. We'll make we'll make it like it's 1988. No yes. phones. No nothing. I'm gonna braid my hair into a rat tail and <laughs> bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm my permed hair Ugh. and uh, head on out in in the Hyundai. So if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing acapella with your Ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. (laughs) Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, we cut to the next scene, which is DJ and Stephanie's room. Stephanie gets out of bed with a flashlight and goes to talk to DJ, shining the flashlight in her face directly and asking, are you asleep? This is such a little kid thing. Like, I think I'm every so, little right? kid has done this to an older mm-hmm. sibling. Oh, yeah. Or to their parents. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Stephanie tells DJ that she's still worried about her outfit, and she tries to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. 
Here's that moment. I pledge allegiance to the flag of some states of America. <laughs> okay. DJ. No. <laughs> hey, that's an A for effort right there. You remembered more words than most five-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they changed it here and there anyway. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a movable document. <laughs> <laughs> DJ picks up Stephanie and carries her back to bed saying, let me tuck you in very, very tight. As Stephanie <laughs> continues to say the Pledge of Allegiance all wrong and again ends with, I'm dead meat. Now, you and Candace have such great chemistry as sisters here. <laughs> like, I don't know if you... If you had a good bond right straight out of the gate or if you had to warm up to it, but you really seem like real life sisters. I think it was, well, yeah, I think that the dynamic was actually very real because, you know, Candace was the baby of her family and then there Mm -hmm. was, and then there was me. And so I was the annoying five-year younger sister who was like, laugh at my jokes, look at me, blah, 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 you know, and I was all over the place. And I I think Candace was very much like DJ and just like, oh my God. Why are you here? But you know what I mean? Like that was method acting here. But it was like that. It was also like five and 10 year old. You know what I mean? At that age. That's a huge age gap. It's a huge age gap. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was great because we really brought a lot of that like sister dynamic where, you know, we we had fun and we got along. But like it was also I'm sure she was like, somebody please entertain this kid. Stay in your bed. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. Just hang this kid from a curtain, please. Yeah. (laughs) It all makes sense now. Right. <laughs> uh, we head back to the bathroom. Oh, and- oh but wait. Is oh. that the scene where I... Oh, no, wait. We're coming up on that. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. My we'll, pageant we'll moment. Pageant oh, yeah. Dress. That's coming. coming. That's a great moment. I can't wait. Uh, we are in the bathroom. Or more correctly, Jesse and Joey and Michelle are in the bathroom. And they are all in the bubble bath. They declare that Michelle is clean. And Jesse places her in a baby seat just outside the bath. And then he rejoins Joey in the tub. Because why not? I mean, look, once you've already been in the bubble bath with your friend, putting one person out and getting back in, it's not that much. You know what I mean? You've, you've, you've done it already. It's, right. And it was just his shins because, you know. He, he was had, sitting on the edge of the bathtub. He was sitting on the edge. Right, where Joey right. was kind of fully submerged in the bubbles. Well, only as fully submerged as that life vest would let him, which was <laughs> not far at all. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse tells Joey that he has a date with a dancer, a ballerina, a topless ballerina. Like, Which, by the uh, uh, that one, I literally wrote down topless ballerina. I was like, right? "Wow, we just like he's he's such a just, horn dog." I mean, again, no shame. Fine, you know, topless ballerina, great. You know, pirouette all over the place. But <laughs> it's more so the fact that, like, like I just I feel like now. You people will lose their mind yes. if there was a suggestion of a topless something. Although I don't know, we got away with some things on on full and fuller, but it just was. It threw me. It definitely. It definitely threw me. It um, threw me too. It's just. Yeah. It doesn't seem very full house friendly. We're so used to full house being so family friendly, and then every once in a while there are these one of these jokes that just kind of goes over the kids' but heads. This was kind of yeah. I guess this was maybe you know it was the point. And, and Jesse just has to prove that he's very desirable and he's dating a lot. And I've never met a topless ballerina. Anyway, that's. No, you're right. They they stick to poles and other type, not pirouetting. They... Well, you know what? This is a conversation this for is... another time. <laughs> yes. Back to the men in the bathtub Back to with the, the baby. men in the bathtub. Uh, back, back, to, back to safer territory. Um, right. The two men also, in the bathtub. Can we, can we talk about the fact that Elvis was Jesse's entire personality? 
yes, for this, especially for these last couple of episodes. These last few episodes, like it's like who's Jesse? He likes Elvis. He loves but, Elvis. like as a person. He likes Elvis. That's yeah. yeah. Was that like did, was John a big fan of Elvis too? I know he he was a big fan of the Beach Boys. John was a big Elvis uh, fan. Beach Boys. Jeff was a big Elvis fan, and I think a lot of that came through. Um, Jeff and his like more life experience was m- more young bachelor. Mm. Do, you know what I mean? So I think when he wrote those episodes, like that was kind of more where he was at in that yeah. point. So those I think spoke a little more like that. Yeah, that tracks. But it's crazy. Well, Jesse is singing a, an Elvis song in the bathtub. He's he's singing Elvis's hard headed woman. And Joey tells Jesse, sing another song. That was so great. Sing one for Michelle. So for some reason, Jesse grabs a towel and uses it like a makeshift scarf around his neck and starts singing Love Me Tender to Michelle. He throws the scarf to her and then turns to Joey, looks in his eyes, and continues to sing. And that's when Danny walks in on them. Of course. Of course. Oh, right. Of course. This, this is a very natural thing to be happening in the full house. I mean, when a house is that full, you're going to find two people in a bathtub occasionally. <laughs> Just don't. Throw the baby out with bathwater. How many bath? How many bathrooms were in the full house? Well, you only ever saw this one. You only ever saw this one. There had to and have been saw- a bathroom downstairs or up in the attic. I don't know. Look, I <laughs> in actuality or like in. I mean, you could add seven bathrooms in that house for as real as it was. You know, shape shifting yeah. backyard, shape shifting yeah. bathrooms. Yeah. Okay. Or the Tanners just took and turned all the bathrooms in the house into living spaces. And so actually there was just a, a small, uh, you know, outhouse in the back that you never saw. <laughs> yes, because they needed every square inch for all the people that were now people. living in right. the house. Right. Danny says, oh, my God. And Jesse and Joey explained that they were just giving Michelle a bath. Danny says, then why isn't she in the tub? Danny grabs Michelle and says, I'm going to leave you two sailors to your suds and your singing. And he exits, and Jesse goes back to singing to Joey. Like, these two are bonding. They're definitely bonding. They really are. (laughs) Tom Foolery. Yes. He's there, too. He's there. Yeah. He's, uh, okay. No, I'm not going there. Uh, Okay. We we are back in DJ and Stephanie's room. Danny goes to check on the girls sleeping when Stephanie suddenly says, hi, Daddy. Like, everyone is awake. Uh, Yes. We reveal that Stephanie, who's under the covers, is actually wearing a big, ruffly pink dress and holding her lunchbox. She is ready yes. for school. This is such a great dress. I loved that dress. Yeah, did? I, I did. Aww. So I did pageants when I was a kid, like mm-hmm. to wear the little frilly dresses and stuff. And um, yeah, it was very much one of those types of dresses with the little socks and the thing. And like you have to stand so you don't like your your arms don't crush the poofiness of the dress. Yeah, oh, right. Whole, yeah, it's a, the, it's a delicate dress. It's a yeah. Very, yeah, it's a delicate thing. I mean, oh. Steph looked fabulous, though. It was you looked adorable, and I, you, <laughs> you looked like you felt fabulous as well. I mean, I, yeah, I still have that dress, and I wear it, and I feel great. <laughs> uh, Danny says she looks like she's getting ready for prom. When <laughs> Stephanie looks at DJ and says, "You said this looked good." DJ responds by saying, "Hey, if you can't have fun with your little sister, what's the point in having one?" So true. Very Just, accurate. Oh, yeah. 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 Just always at Steph's expense. <laughs> always. 
the next morning, we are in the kitchen. Danny, Joey, and Jesse are there, and DJ and Stephanie enter ready for school. DJ is wearing an all-denim dress with brown boots, and Stephanie is wearing an adorable red dress with an apple on the collar and matching red shoes. This, I mean, you look just like Shirley Temple. I mean, so right? That the what was what did they call those collars? It's like a like, like a, a pilgrim's pil- collar, almost yeah. like that big square. And yeah, the oh the dress. I remember that dress. You do. Hmm. I remember the dress. I remember the feel of the lunchbox, Ooh. the Jetsons lunchbox. Yeah, because they could. I, if I remember right, they couldn't actually find like a Jetsons lunchbox, so it was just a lunchbox that they'd taken and then put Jetsons like stickers on. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know. Again, were the if the Jetsons were a thing, uh, I mean, I know they were a thing, but right. like at that point, if they, I didn't know they were like huge along with the Flintstones, but a huge hit with the with the kindergarten set with the apparently. kindergartners, yeah, with the kindergarten set. Um, but yes, I remember, I remember that dress very, very vividly. It's adorable, and DJ's denim dress. I think this was on on trend well, it's too. Like a, it's like a denim shirt tied in a knot with a long, like kind of prairie dress and like the little, like like uh, almost little house on the prairie esque boots. Oh, it's she cute. looked great. It was she great. looked fantastic. Oh, it's very. Yeah. It's it's a little. It, it was giving me some visions of like what is it? Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, and their all denim moment. But it was still very appropriate that, and adorable. Was, I felt a little bit like she was uh, an extra from Yellowstone, perhaps. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like just sort of one of in the background there, just a child from Montana or something. Yeah. yeah. Very accurate description. Yeah. I mean, I look like I stepped out of like a, you know, a 1935 one room schoolhouse. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You two are so ready for the first day of school. For, yes, exactly. Because um, I know uh, tights are something that I definitely would wear as a as a child to kindergarten. Like, like white tights. Making it even harder to go to the bathroom as a five year old. Like, this is not. I really did not reasonable. Well. I did not plan well. Well, that's what you get when you're five. <laughs> So the girls get their lunch boxes. Uh, DJ's not happy about her Barbie right? lunchbox because that's just not no. cool for She's a fifth like, grader. Absolutely not. She hates it. But DJ reassures Danny that Stephanie is going to be just fine. They start to leave, but wait, Danny wants to record this moment for posterity. So he gets out his video camera, which is massive. Oh, <laughs> right? It needs a scaffold just to hold it. Right. And I remember, I have a picture of you holding a video camera that is this large or larger and your mom is in this picture (laughs) yes your upper body strength was amazing it was amazing this was was a few seasons later but like that was a thing these big yeah big video cameras i'm I'm, yeah bob was uh he he made a big thing out of those big video cameras (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure he did capitalized capitalized on that well um (laughs) but yeah i it was like oh my gosh to think we actually recorded things like that Mm mm-hmm where you could put the videotape, like the Betamax tape, directly in the, the yeah, camera. Yeah, like an actual VHS tape wow. in the... That was not very efficient, but that's what we did in those days to capture our memories. I mean, that was that efficient. That was cutting-edge technology. <laughs> that was, you know, we, was, we were... There was no cords and wires. You were on the go. You had a battery pack. Yeah, that was... Danny was doing big things with his sports reporter money, you know? <laughs> He was. Fine. Camcorders. Yeah. Big things. I love it. 
so Danny, he's he's videoing the girls. He says action, and the girls start walking to the front door, while Joey and Jesse sing behind them: "Sunrise, Sunset" from Fiddler on the Roof. This is one of the funniest singing segments in the entire Full House series, <laughs> right? And there, I one of the things I wrote down was there were a lot. There was a lot more singing than I remember. We, there was a, practically a song in all of the episodes so yeah. far. Uh, but this, the reactions uh, from Steph and DJ and the whole, I mean, it was really, really funny. It's yeah. classic because Jesse and Joey are so into it. Like they are so committed to this performance of yep. this sad song and sending the girls off to school. And Danny joins in too. Like he's yeah. fully into this, oh, he's, this yeah, sentimental moment. The hugs, the whole moment. Yeah. It's fantastic. So the girls wave goodbye at the door and leave, but Stephanie quickly walks back in and says that she has changed her mind. Danny says, what's wrong? And she tells them that she is sick, but it doesn't look very convincing. So Joey gives her a lesson in how to properly execute a fake cough, which leads to this adorable moment between you which and Dave. leads to me making a face that looks like a, a decrepit turtle or something. Like... And it's like I'm adorable. like, it's like the weirdest. What even do I? And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. it was so ridiculous. It was so bad, but so funny. It was so bad and so. I was like, what? I literally wrote down, I look like a turtle. What is that face? It was hysterical. Well, you yeah. were mimicking Dave, who was doing yeah. a, a cough, a turtle. Cough. Maybe that's how turtles cough. I don't know. It was so funny. Yeah. It's hysterical. Uh, um, Danny asks Steph, why doesn't why don't you want to go to school? And Stephanie admits that she's scared, that she's not going to know anybody, and she won't have any friends. So they all give her encouraging messages about, you know, their first days when suddenly Jesse goes into this very awkward story from his own life about his first time when he was 14. It, right. It was not his what? first time going to school. Let's no. put it that way. It no. was his first time doing something else. Like, again, I, with I was perhaps so Perhaps a topless ballerina. I don't know. Right. I mean, maybe. <laughs> right. He really wants to drive home the point that this, he, you know, he, he I've said he's getting some for something else because, yeah, he really wants it to drive home the point, all right. I mean, you know. He's driving home <laughs> he's, something. He's driving. Yeah. Good Lord. Jesse. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad they toned this down in later seasons. Like, I'm glad that, that this well, wasn't an every episode thing. Right. Once he... Yeah, but there was there was quite the first season I seem to remember Jesse was was uh he was doing a lot of things. A lot. And by a lot of things I mean a lot of things. <laughs> um okay, so now we are finally right outside of Stephanie's classroom. Wait, Danny walks Wait. What? What? There's an everywhere you look moment. Oh, in that did scene. I miss an everywhere you look moment? Tell me. Tell me. Did you notice? In the alcove, when they're talking to Steph, Joey and his mannequin have the same shirt on. Oh, I love it. It's a matching shirt. Yep. It's one of the, like, first, re like, it totally stands out because the mannequin is just right behind him. Oh, that's great. And it's, yeah. So, anyway. I love this. I wonder if Dave came up with that idea or if Probably. costumes came up with it. It's not, it seems like it was a Dave idea. Probably. Yeah. It's hysterical. I love it. I look forward to anyway, this. Anyway, I just noticed it in that and I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. That's so. awesome. Awesome. So Danny walks Stephanie to her classroom door, and Stephanie looks in the room and says, okay, I've seen it. I'm ready to go home now. That's what I do at parties now. I just go <laughs> up. Yep, there it is. Okay, let's go home. 
This is a running theme in your life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avoiding social social situations. (laughs) Uh, Danny points out a nice girl for Stephanie to talk to, but this little girl starts screaming. She's never going back in that classroom ever again, and she runs away. So that, like, totally backfired on Danny. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be a little nervous to send my kid in there, too. Right. What's going on in that classroom? What's going on? This this girl is screaming at the top of her lungs. Uh, Danny says, why don't we play outside for a little bit until you get comfortable and walks her over to a slide. And this is such a great set, this outdoor space of the school. You've got the chalk drawings on the wooden fence. I remember what that blue, yes, that little blue slide that she goes. It was like a metal slide and like a blue barrel. Yes. And I remember they painted it with like a like a matte paint. Oh. So it was like rough, so it wouldn't reflect the lights and stuff as much. Smart. But I just remember, like, it, it, like it was kind of I don't know, like how to describe it, but like kind of gritty feeling. I I vividly remember oh. that playground set of like the little yellow uh, jungle gym thing, and then that blue, uh, that blue slide. And I remember the blue slide also because when Bob would fit in it, it made me laugh because he was so tall. Yes, and he it could. You know, he was hanging out of it. It was ridiculous. Yeah, he doesn't make it very far because his legs hit the bottom before right. he even gets out of that tunnel thing. Right. It's hysterical. So they try to go up and down the slide a few times, but Danny realizes that Michelle needs a diaper change. So he basically shoves Steph aside, like the middle child that she is. <laughs> right, yeah. And goes to attend to Michelle. Uh, he says, Stephanie, go wait inside the classroom while I change her. So Stephanie reluctantly walks into the classroom, only to find... Uncle Jesse sitting down at one of the t- classroom tables in his exterminator uniform. Which is so random that there's just <laughs> some random guy in the classroom. Well, and how did he get in there without That's you or Danny how did he get in the- Right. How- he drove ahead of us to the thing and got in there in his exterminator outfit. Um, and he just was like, don't mind me, everyone. I'm just going to sit here until a child appears at the door. Yeah. Yeah, the, say, again, the safety protocol. Again, the 80s. Yeah. It was a wild time. The door know. is always open in the, the door classroom. The always open at the classrooms, too, right? Like apparently yeah. as well. <laughs> so this is the first time we find out what Jesse, is, what Jesse does for a living. He is an exterminator, and he says he's there to make sure there are no pests in the classroom. Stephanie asks him to stay and never leave. So Jesse concocts this plan to help Stephanie make friends. He stands up and rings a bell to get everyone's attention. He grabs a tray of cartons of milk and says, free milk, compliments of the coolest kid in class, Stephanie Tanner. So there is now a mad rush around you, and everyone takes a carton of milk and abruptly leaves. You know, I find that that happens to me now when I stand somewhere and with a with just cartons of milk and I'm like <laughs> milk everyone and it just they, it's like you wouldn't believe it it's just the mad rush it's crazy well in kindergarten milk is a hot commodity but you know once you hit your forties nobody well nobody see wants milk I anymore. did not go to kindergarten what I didn't yeah you that's, skipped I did not, kindergarten I skipped that's kindergarten right. I skipped kindergarten so when Steph was starting kindergarten that was the technically I I was would have been starting kindergarten but I went to kindergarten. For like two days, and then I wound up getting uh, moved up to first grade. Wow! And so I remember this episode because I remember feeling all of those things, even though it wasn't kindergarten necessarily. It was 
now it was even older kids yeah. and it was a different classroom and it wasn't quite as kid. And my best friend Jeffrey wasn't there. And my, oh. you know, and like all of the things that shifted. And I remember this episode like really vividly because I remember feeling a lot of those same things. You could relate um, to it. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I, I, uh, I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, I never, I did not do, I didn't do kindergarten. I just went oh. right into first grade. I was, wow. I was younger than everybody in my class, which was the thing. That's hard. That's got to be hard for a kid to be the youngest and then smallest yeah. and also on TV. So that's. Yeah, that's I never, awkward. I never, I mean, that was, I started the show when I started school. So I never really had any experience of school other than that. Wow. That explains a lot. Yeah, it really does. So, Social anxiety. So nobody wants your milk. Like this. Right. Yes. <laughs> when I say nobody wants, I said everybody wants the milk. <laughs> My milk, my milk cartons bring all the fans to the house. Why? How do your anyway, boobs come going. up? How do your honkers they come up? I wasn't even talking about that. Episode. You're thinking about them. I wasn't even talking. I was talking about milk cartons, literal sure. milk cartons. I was. For once, I was not being disgusting. Andrea Barber. Andrea Barber, get Joe, your head out of the gutter. Okay. Wow. The spirit of Bob Saget lives on. <laughs> All right, so everybody takes milk, but now Stephanie's left with no friends and no milk. So Jesse needs a new plan. Uh, he's going to try his personal charm. He struts up to a little girl who is coloring and says, how would you like to make a new friend? She starts yelling, stranger, 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 yes, while blowing a whistle. This was when I was like, "Yes, yeah, there we go. Finally, someone with some sense in this room. <laughs> It's a child in a sailor hat, but yes, you. I was like, good for you, girl. You blow that whistle. You report on that stranger. Yeah. Stranger danger. Yes. Yes. Got to protect yourself because no adults are protecting any kids no, yeah. in all this classroom. The adults are like, no, nope, it's fine. He can give away the milk. He can, uh, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> so when the teacher asks Jesse who he is, he says he is Stephanie's father. And Steph just goes along with it because yeah, why not? Yeah, she's like, okay. Sure. Now Joey walks into the classroom because, again, apparently no one has to check in at the front desk as a visitor. There's just there's no I fence. The there's classrooms no... in the 80s were different. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just anybody could just walk on in. Yeah. You could just go hang out in kindergarten classrooms, uh, you know, as an adult dude, because why not? Ah, <laughs> uh, the 80s. <laughs> uh, Joey rallies the kids and starts a game of duck, duck, goose. And he runs oh, one into of my the favorite games. It's so good. Oh, yes. Um, so fun. And. Joey, on his last spin around the circle, runs into the teacher. The teacher asks him, who are you? And he says, he is Stephanie's father. <laughs> At that yep. very moment, Danny walks in, and the teacher asks him, who are you? And he says, oh, I'm Stephanie's father. So Stephanie's right? like, yeah, those are, those are my three dads. I mean, I feel like that's not, I, you know, there's, there's families now that that happens. You just go, okay, that's, yeah. as a teacher, you just go, great, three. Great. Uh, I mean, but really, there's. I look more like Joey than any of them. So I you really like, do. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly. Weirdly. That's okay. It's Pam. You get you get your coloring from Pam. The side two people. I'm, yeah. Exactly. Well, no, because Jesse. Oh yeah, that's right. So where do you get your blonde hair? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We gotta ask Jeff Franklin. We can write that. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I need to get away and pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak mm. from experience. <laughs> Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh, the late '80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree, <gasps> where there's not even cell there's cell, no- cell phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out. We'll make we'll make it like it's 1988. No yes. phones. No nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair Ugh. and uh, head on out in, in the Hyundai. So if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing acapella with your ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and... Maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Suddenly, we see DJ trying to climb over the fence outside. Danny intercepts her and asks why she's trying to run away. DJ also is very hard to climb a fence in a skirt, just going to say. Yeah, very awkward. Um, so that's why she didn't get very far. Yeah. DJ is upset because they put her in the smart class with a bunch of eggheads where she is the only blonde. Geekville, USA. Why? She mentions that three times. 
that she's the only blonde. Mm -hmm. Why? What is the... uh, The implication... Right. ...is that blondes are not so smart. So it's a classroom full of brunette eggheads. Is the fact that I didn't get the joke (laughs) and I'm blonde, is that better or worse? Hey, I couldn't tell my right from my left at the top of the previous episode. So, hey, you're in good company. Uh, okay, okay. Because now that makes sense. <laughs> I took it a whole other way. I was like, well, what do they mean? Like, is it because she's only like, what? I don't know. I just went somewhere totally different with it. And now, yeah, blondes. Blondes. We're not smart. We're <laughs> done. We're tracking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. This was a very meta moment. Wow. Um, but worst of all, even worse than being the only blonde in the classroom is that they split up Kimmy and DJ. They're no longer in the same class for That's... the first time since kindergarten. <sighs> Danny says it's fine. She lives next door, which is the first reveal that Kimmy lives next door. Lives next door. Fantastic. Danny gives DJ advice and explains, if you don't want to try new things, you won't know what you're missing out on. Now we see Stephanie attempting to leave the school too. She says, bye, dad, and keeps walking. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> peace out. See you later. I'm going to try climbing over the fence. I'm just leaving. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Proudly. Yeah, yeah. As, as much as I do now. That, that was yeah, very on brand for, for you, Jody. Uh, DJ asks if she can talk to Stephanie alone, woman to woman. And Danny says, that's okay, and leaves them alone. Scene. I love this scene. It's a great scene. I think it's scene. so cute. When she's like, can I talk to you? I'm like, oh. It's Because I've seen my girls do that now, where like Zoe oh. will take B aside and be like, I got this. And so like, it's just... It's such a real moment. It's just Aww. such a real moment. I I, I, I loved it. It was oh, cute to watch. That's so sweet. Well, I hope I can do it justice in uh, describing it here. So DJ pulls Steph aside and asks, what's wrong? Stephanie tells her she has no friends. DJ explains how she didn't know anyone on her first day of kindergarten, and she didn't even talk to Kimmy for six months. Stephanie asks, is that because she's an airhead? And DJ says, she's not an airhead. She just hates thinking. Which I forgot that my character... Was originally supposed to be an airhead, not necessarily like an annoying, pesky neighbor with no right. boundaries, but she was just right. supposed to be an airhead, a ditzy airhead. The, the annoying the stuff comes later. Shift, I mean, it was really, it's interesting to go back and watch this at the beginning because the, the characters really do shift and find themselves and, and kind of settle in and change so much um, over, the, over the seasons. It's, it's cool to watch. Yeah. But yeah. At this point, Kimmy was just kind of ditzy. Just an airhead. Just ditzy. So DJ repeats Danny's advice to Stephanie. If you don't try new things, you don't know what you're missing out on. DJ reminds Stephanie that she already has one friend at school. Her, DJ. She reminds Stephanie that she will be right down the hall if she needs anything. And the girls agree to go back to their classrooms. Stephanie walks confidently back into her classroom and sits down in a circle with her classmates. Such a sweet scene. You're right. It was just a great moment between sisters, you know, helping each other out. DJ's finally helping out her little sister. You know, you're not the annoying sister. You're our lovable sister. As siblings, I can beat you up and, you know, but nobody else gets to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But when it it matters, she's going to stick up for you and be there for you. It was It was very cute. That's I, uh, a sweet moment. But that was where I noticed all of the French braids is that last in the classroom, I was like all these little girls with French braids oh. and a sailor hat. And, yeah, very well-dressed kindergartners. Very, very, yes. They they were very perfectly coiffed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So Stephanie sits down in the circle, and Danny, Jesse, and Joey are still there. They all cheers her with their cartons of milk. And then the three men get up to leave the classroom, and we see there are fake pinned donkey tails stuck on the back of Uncle Jesse's bum as they exit the room. And he has no idea. <laughs> uh, love that. And I'm wondering, did he just did he just sit down and they stuck to his butt, or did a kid like slyly no, it, go it, up a there? A kid and... slyly went up and clipped one onto him. Nice, nice, yeah. good come, good, good payback. Love it, right? Yeah, and I that's mean, our show. A random person walks into your classroom. That's the least you can do is pin a donkey tail on him. <laughs> he deserved it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that is our recap of this episode. I Aww. loved this episode. What do you think? What did you think about it overall? Like this brought this back was... such great memories. This was one of the first, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, the pilot, I had uh, some of those memories, but I really remember doing this episode. And I think, you know, again, like you said, when you're a kid and it's when it's your storyline, even, you know, as an adult, when it's your storyline, you're like, I remember things. Totally. But I just, I yeah. remember the dress. I remember, I remember that slide. And like, I didn't mm. remember it until I saw it. And I was like, oh, that blue slide, like it was such a, vi- all of a sudden a vivid memory, you know, oh. and like. Oh yeah, I, I it was a really sweet scene because uh, or um, show because that scene at the end, you know, it definitely establishes like DJ and Steph's relationship and also the fact that the guys do you know they'll come together and you know not be stupid um, mm-hmm. for fifteen minutes and try and actually <laughs> you know get some things done. Yeah, this is a family that shows up for each other. Even yeah. if it's not always appropriate, Welcome. they still right. show up for yep, each other. Sh- absolutely. They will show up in your classroom, <laughs> in your carpeted bathroom, in your alcove. Yeah. Wherever. <laughs> Where, everywhere you look. Yes. It's true. Uh, but I love these milestone episodes. First day of school. All these firsts. It's, it's I just first love it. First Kimmy episode. Yes. That's really, that's the important thing. That, first that's Kimmy really, that's, that's all you I need mean, to know. It's all we need to know. First Kimmy episode. Um, <laughs> and what I hear you say is that uh, it felt like forever, but really was only half a scene. So <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> just wait uh, till I'm actually in more of an episode. Right. It's going to blow my mind. Interminably. Right. Um, but no, it was, that was a, a fun addition to have to the show because yeah. you were, well, not the first guest star, but you were like the first kid friend that yeah. was established, oh, yeah. you know, outside of, um, outside of the Tanner sisters, you that's were right. the only outsider. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yay. I was yeah. the first. Oh yeah. So welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the, to the full house. Yeah. I'm, I'm here. Anything else we want to we want to talk about that we didn't get to? I, I I mean, now that we have the everywhere you look segment, mm-hmm. it's kind of my favorite thing oh. now. Oh, great! Uh, when I'm watching the episodes, is to look for that stuff. Like the reason I'm paying attention to it as well is I'm like, ooh, I want to see if it changes. Oh. Like and when you know what I mean? Like there was a I don't know a Forty ers red metal trash can in DJ and Steph's room. Oh, yes, and like. I don't know. It just caught my eye. And I was like, I don't remember that being there for very long. But then I'm like, maybe I was wrong. You know, there was like a little, like a, a rainbow pennant, you know, like whatever, like wind sock hanging uh, in their in their room. And I was like, well, I don't remember that. Um, yeah, just weird little, you know, things now that I'm looking at around the around the Tanner house. Uh, and the mint green bathroom carpeting is very special. It's it's very unique. You don't see that anymore. Right? Yeah, no. No. Thank God. And did you see there's the one scene where 
Bob walks in, or he's wearing a Giants jacket, the gold yes. Giants jacket. Uh, uh, I have one somewhere. Oh, you I do? have one, oh. a gold Giants jacket. From the show? But, yeah, I think the Giants, no, I think the Giants I sent it to me at some oh, point. Oh, how cool. But um, I, God knows where it is. Uh, but yeah, I remember I saw that. I saw Bob in the thing and I was like, ah, yeah, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I almost was like, who wears all this like San Francisco gear when you live in San Francisco if you're from San Francisco? And then I was like, my husband's a huge Dodgers fan and wears Dodgers <laughs> shit all the time. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, no, actually, never mind. That, that's totally normal. That's very normal. It's that hometown yeah. pride. Oh, yeah. I mean, DJ's got a, a 49ers, like, I think it's probably, um, what's his name? Oh. George Michael? There's a fame. No. No, that's the singer. No, it was a 49ers, the football team oh, oh. poster. Uh, <laughs> sports. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh yeah, that, those sports, that, those well, sports yeah, yeah. things. That's I mean, right. I, that's right. <laughs> that's where all of my sports knowledge is. I'm like, 49ers. Yes, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. That's who I was going to say. Uh, and then I was like, don't say it because that's probably wrong. Um, Joe Montana also was an extra in Yellowstone. <laughs> no, um, Joe Montana but is like on, on this poster and there's like like 1849 gold miners, right? Because that's, you know, the thing like on the poster with it. And I was like, yeah, that totally looks like something a 10-year-old girl would have in her room. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, they, you know, not to be gender specific right, or whatever, right. but it just... It was like Bengals, Bananarama. Janet Jackson, George Michael. 18, 1849 mining drawing with Joe Montana. That was just the, was like, the set dresser must have had a thing about 49ers and just like, let's put these look, up there. We does not have San Francisco in it, you know? <laughs> like so it's like a, any holiday movie you do and they're like, there's not a Christmas tree in the back. You just stick one there, you know? <laughs> right. Like, there's, there's no San Francisco. Right. We need more San Francisco artifacts. We need more San Francisco. Throw a trolley car in the back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I have enjoyed recapping this episode with you, Jody. It was so fun. Can't wait to do it, it again. It was fun to go back to uh, the longest amount of time that I spent in kindergarten. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Loved Great. it. Well, Tanneritos, please, please let us know anything. What do you think? What if- <laughs> Except if we're wrong. Don't right. let us know that because we just assume that we are. But please make sure you follow us at How Rude Podcast on Instagram. Uh, and also make sure if you want, if you have questions, you have things that you want us to talk about, throw all those in the comments. Uh, and also you can email us at howrudepodcast at gmail.com. Mm. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. Very well. Very well right? done. All right. Nice. Usually I screw that Your prediction up. was awesome. Well, it's because I have a carrot in my pocket. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Jody Sweeten. I'm going to throw random things in so that people always have to listen to all the episodes to know what in the world I'm talking about. Yes. And that was they, a reference to last episode. I, I'm impressed. If it, People, yes, they have to pay close <laughs> attention to every random word that comes out of your mouth. Because it all eventually ties together. It all together. eventually ties together. It mm-hmm. really does. Eventually, you know, again, back to the Big Lebowski, really ties the room together, you know? <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. And Ray Barber. Jody Sweeten. All right. Well, my friend, the world is small, but the house is full. Until next time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.